0: Ringing liberty and truth. This is the new Freedom 1570. KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul.
2: Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Jones Good. An Iran backed militia says the death toll from U.S. military strikes in Iraq and Syria against its fighters is now at 25. The announcement in Baghdad came a day after U.S. Defense Secretary Mark Esper said that U.S. military strikes targeted the Iranian-backed Iraqi militia that was blamed for a rocket attack last week that killed an American contractor. A California measure described as the nation's most sweeping data privacy law goes into effect the first of the year.
3: The legislation will require many companies to tell consumers upon request what personal data they collect about them, why it's collected, and what other organizations receive it. Consumers can ask companies to delete their personal information and not sell it. The law also stops companies from selling data related to children younger than 16
4: without consent.
2: Correspondent Shelley Adler. Also at townhall.com, wildfires continuing in Australia. Emergency Management Commissioner Andrew Crisp urges residents in high-risk areas to be vigilant and monitor safety alerts.
3: It is unpredictable, it's dangerous out there, and people need to stay tuned to their local conditions and stay across that good information so they can make good decisions.
2: Thousands of koalas are feared to have died in a wildfire-ravaged area north of Sydney. Americans signed more contracts to purchase homes in November, a rebound from the previous month. The National
0: Association
2: of Realtors says its pending home sales index went up 1.2% last month to 1085 The trade association said that contract signings measured year over year have increased a robust 7.4%. Mortgage rates have fallen sharply in the past year, in large part due to the Federal Reserve. Lowering its benchmark short-term interest rate. It about a Jeremy House. Stocks are in the red. The Dow is off 129 points. The NASDAQ down 54. More on these stories at townhall.com.
1: Shopping online this holiday season? Finding the perfect gift from your computer, tablet, or smartphone is a breeze. Just a few taps, and you're done. But all that online shopping... It could expose your personal information and leave you potentially vulnerable to identity theft. And you may miss certain identity threats by just monitoring your credit, like someone selling your info on the dark web or taking an online payday loan in your name. Good thing there's LifeLock. They monitor your personal information and, if you have a problem with identity theft, they work to fix it. Of course, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock offers something that's perfect for the holidays and beyond. Not having to worry if identity theft happens to you. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year. Go to LifeLock.com and use promo code SMART. That's promo code SMART at LifeLock.com to save 25% off. Humbley Michaels here on Freedom 1570. Ringing liberty and truth. Thank you for tuning in. Quick look at your forecast. Kind of a wintry mix today. Uh, We'll see some freezing drizzles, some snow showers, cloudy skies, low 30s for the high. Just that kind of half inch to an inch possible. Uh, Kind of the same thing tonight, but it tapers off. Then for your Tuesday, mostly cloudy and a high in the low 20s. Like it matters, radio is next here on Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth.
0: Eric Metaxas doesn't think it's healthy to generalize
1: because I take Me Too very seriously. Uh, But at the same time, I think we we have to try to we have to think it through. It's very easy to throw everybody under the same bus. I think, you know what? No, Uh, there are big differences between um, uh, what some people have done and what other people have done. And we're we're going to have to at least uh,
0: figure our way through that. To be fair, the Eric Metaxas show Sunday mornings at 10 on Freedom 1570. As Winston Churchill said, all the great things are simple. And many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. Join Andrew Parker this Sunday evening at 6 as he talks politics, Israel, and the law. The Victory Hour, every Sunday evening at 6, here on Freedom 1570.
4: I'm impressed with my attorney Bernie
0: Here's some great news for people who
1: plan to retire one day. The Sheila Franks Financial Hour is on the air. You know Sheila, or you should. She's CEO and founder of Lifestyle Financial and Tax Advisors Company. Her team has won the People's Choice Award as the best tax preparer for Osseo, Maple Grove, Champlin, and Dayton. Her advice may be the best thing you hear all weekend. It's an hour of insight, information, and strategies you can use to
0: build wealth and keep it. Live good, retire well. Listen to the Sheila Franks Financial Hour, Sundays at 1 p.m. on Freedom 1570.
6: Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to take a look uh, backwards before it's time to take a look forward. You know, I I have a very unique role uh, in this radio show because we're on a political station, if you will uh... you know freedom fifteen seventy conservative talk show but yet uh... i'm a am a man of god i'm a uh... A, a leadership trainer i've been doing do for twenty eight years and i've been doing this radio show for about four years and i used to do it under the format of a health and wellness you know to get people mentally ready and emotionally ready and all that and so when i moved over to the uh... political side of things I uh, still wanted to keep the uh... the base of my show uh, but now it's okay to go into what they call politics, but what I call cultural. And so today I actually prepared over the weekend to do this great show on, uh, you know, leaders have vision, the ability to see into the future and connect the dots as we get ready to start a new year, you know, 2020. Uh, but always, uh, whenever I'm working with corporations or executives, I always say before we take a look forward, uh we first need to take a look backwards because uh you need to we need to learn from our past. What well you know, it's called SWAT strengths, weaknesses, uh opportunities, threats. It it's a basic thing when you're looking at a strategy. And so as I sat down uh to to put this show together, you know, over Friday and Saturday I realized what I was gonna do and then uh yesterday happened. Uh you know what happened yesterday, right? Yesterday, uh Rabbi Shame uh Rottenberg uh, whose home was invaded uh, under a, a horrifying attack. Um, uh, attack, uh, a man, a crazy man, he, I guess he was mentally unstable, uh, entered their uh, their home uh, and uh, with a, a machete and injured five people. Uh, and, uh, you know, I always think about that. Um, I don't know about you. I'm not a fan of anybody hurting me at all. Uh, But I would much rather be shot than denifed. And, uh, you know, it just uh, rips my heart out that there's so much anti-Semitism going on. And we need to keep our Jewish brothers and sisters in our prayers. Uh, There's been a lot, I think, in the last week, like nine anti-Semitic attacks in New York. Uh, and it's just, it just makes me sad to hear uh, Andrew Cuomo, a Democratic governor, and Bill Blasio, a Democratic uh, mayor, blame this somehow on Trump. It, uh, last time I checked, uh, New York is a Democratic state. Uh, it went massively to Hillary Clinton. So all of these people beating up people and all that, they're not Republicans. With Jesse Smollett around or something? I mean it's not uh, – <laughs> you can't blame – it's just stunning to me, stunning to me. Now, I live in Texas, uh, and in Texas, um, we also had a shooting. Uh, Matter of fact, not too far from my home in a a city called White Settlement. I I was talking to the producer (laughs) beforehand, so they should change that name. But White Settlement has nothing to do with racism, I promise you. Uh, There's a uh, Church of Christ. uh, It's on uh, West Freeway there in White Settlement that a gunman, uh, again, mentally unstable, uh, entered the church and uh, shot a few people killed one uh, but we're in Texas people in Texas we still have freedoms in Texas we still have rights in Texas we still cherish the constitution uh, and as I was talking with John before the show in Texas you're not going to read about a lot of mass shootings I mean, you might hear shootings uh, but we're we're armed uh, law abiding citizens have the right second amendment uh, to carry weapons uh, and um He was taken out pretty quick. Uh, Otherwise, it would have been ugly. It would have been ugly. And so as I was sitting there getting ready to do this great show about uh, goal setting and all that, the reality of life smacked me in the face just like it smacks us all in the face. And so today, uh, you know, we're going to still do our best to do the same show, but we we got to address what's going on. You know, and so today's word of the day, keeping with my format, (laughs) the word of the day is puffery. Puffery. Uh, a friend of mine who's an attorney there in Minneapolis sent me this word over the other day. He so said, I love that word. That's a great word. Puffery, undue or exaggerated praise. Publicity acclaim that is full of undue or exaggerated praise. Uh, the act of praising someone or something too much in a way that is not sincere. Uh, businessdictionary.com says advertising or sales presentation relying on exaggerations, opinions, and superlatives. Legal definition is puffery referred to an exaggeration or statement that no reasonable person would take as factual. You see what I'm saying? That's why I keep saying turn off CNN, turn off MSNBC. Uh, This is why I do what I do. I'm a scientific mind by nature. I teach transactional analysis. I, I'm a master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming, uh, multiple intelligences. Logotherapy is something I teach on the show and in my training. Uh, constant, never-ending improvement. Emotional intelligence. Dr. Dan Goldman's work. Epigenetics of how we create experience. And, and this is what I want to do for my listeners, for my graduates, is, is teach them that they have the power. You know, like Dr. Victor Frankl said, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space, is your power. It's your freedom. You know, I think of the story about, you know, uh, you go to certain countries around this world, and in order to honor you, they'll serve certain delicacies. And one of the most famous of the delicacies is monkey brains. And I heard the story years ago of how they catch these monkeys, these uh, spider monkeys. What they do is they, they take these coconuts, and they bore out the flesh of the meat, uh, the coconut, and then they put raw rice in them. And then they tether these uh, to a tree, put them on the ground. And then right next to these trees, uh, it looks like a kind of a deer bluff or these big bushes that have a space uh, for a a young person, a small person, to sit in. And that person would sit in there with a very sharp blade and a lot of patience. And so these men would hide and they'd put these coconuts along the jungle floor. uh, And they're bored, the, the fleshy part of the coconut's been bored out, and there's just raw rice in them. And so after a while, you got these monkeys coming across these tree lines. And uh, they're inquisitive creatures. So they look down. They see there's something on the jungle floor. Uh, they look around for any predator or man. Uh, and they can't see him. So they climb down from the trees. And they pick up the coconut. And they look inside. And they see there's something in there. And so they stick their little monkey hand in. They grab a handful of rice. And then they go to pull it out. But they can't. Because the, the hand... In the form of a fist is much larger than the hand relaxed, and then if you put something in the palm and close your hand over, it, it's even larger. And that's true whether you're a human being or a monkey. And so that creature goes to pull its hand out, but it can't because it's got a handful of raw rice. Now that rice serves no purpose to that monkey. It must have. I must have a pot of water. Uh, I must have fire, and I must have thirty minutes for rice to have any value to me. And so what a stupid creature. If that monkey would have just let go of the rice, it could have pulled its hand out. But it can't because it's a stupid monkey. So it starts a panic. So it goes to the tree to climb away. Have you ever wanted to climb a tree with a coconut stuck on your hand? I gotta believe even with the towel, it's pretty tough. No way, baby. And so that stupid creature, what it does is it takes that coconut on its hand and starts beating it against the tree. Right next to that tree is a man with a sharp blade and in one swift motion grabs the top of his head and off with the head. (laughs) And then you might say, well what a stupid creature. Well before you start passing judgment on that animal you might want to take a look in the mirror. What are we holding on to? That ain't serving us well either. It's getting us shot at, getting us knifed at, it's getting us hating each other. And that's why I've got to address this stuff. We can't pretend, I can help you make all the money in the world. But if your kids aren't safe, if people are mentally killing themselves and emotionally killing themselves, what does it matter? So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to be smarter than a stupid monkey. We're going to take a look at our past so we can let go of those things that aren't serving us well. I'm Mr. Black. You're under construction on Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes.
0: Stupid. That is cruel
4: and unusual punishment. You have no right.
3: What can you do in forty eight hours that changes your life? Like it matters, Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of Leadership Awakening on her life.
4: With, uh, like, It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, OK, I have to set example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things changed the very first day I came back. It is just absolutely fascinating. So, of course, they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost. It is a miracle. 48 hours.
3: Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life
7: digital marketing is a big part of just about every business it's everywhere is your business using it to your advantage are you receiving your share of the leads if you're not effectively using digital media you could be losing sales by the second even worse your customers can be grabbed up one by one never to return not sure if you're losing out to the competition in front of the right person at the right time. Learn more at surroundmsp.com, connecting you with new customers.
3: Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees.
5: Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts
3: Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life.
8: Why don't you dig how beautiful it is out here?
6: You know, the Beatles said it best, all we need is love. And that sounds so flippant, that sounds so sophomoric, I don't know what you'd call it, but it's true, it's true. And uh, I am Mr. Black, and you are listening to Like It Matters Radio. And today I had this great show about goal setting, about before we look forward to the new year, to uh, uh, the year of 2020, the year of vision, to take a look back. And then uh, Saturday night and Sunday happens with uh, the shootings, the stabbing uh, at the mosque. And uh, please keep uh, our Jewish brothers and sisters in your prayers. Uh, uh, you know, anti Semitism's is on the rise. And I say it all the time. And people don't like the truth. But Jesus said the truth will set you free. Uh, there are only three groups of people that you can hate on today. And I say it all the time. And, and some people brush it off and they don't think it's important. It's important. Uh, And those are Jews. Anti-Semitism is on the rise. Uh, And uh, Christians, you're allowed to hate Christians. uh, And you're allowed to hate Trump supporters. And everybody else is off limits. And you start seeing all this hatred, all this bitterness. You know, that's what the story of the first segment i talk talking about. You know, the, the monkey wanted to climb a tree with a coconut stuck on his hand. He was the one that put it on there. He stuck his hand in the coconut. He grabbed a handful of rice. And by the way, that rice had no value to that monkey. Not at all. Unless he was going to a monkey wedding. Right? And we're, we're like that monkey. We're holding on to a lot of things that don't serve us well. Resentment, bitterness, hatred. And man, I teach how your mind works. That the frames we put around something gives it meaning. That we have a, 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 a stem in the back of our brain, part of the unconscious brain called the reticular activating system. And whatever you focus on, it sees more of. Like when my wife was pregnant, we weren't planning on having kids. But she wound up getting pregnant. We were blessed with a little boy, Banaya. And so when she was pregnant, she was amazed at how many other people were pregnant at the same time. And I had to tell her, honey... I would almost guarantee you there are not more people pregnant today than a year ago or two years ago. What was different then? The difference was my wife, her reticular activating system, her RAS, was focused on childbirth, was focused on babies because she was with child. And so that's how our RAS works. It's like the remote control to your TV set. Whatever you focus on, you see more of. I'm not saying you make it up. You just become more aware of it. It's like when I, I bought my uh, Expedition. I tell the story a lot of times. You know, uh, it was back in the early 90s. Uh, I was going to get me a new uh, vehicle, and I, so I wanted a Ford Explorer. And so I went into Jones West Ford there in uh, Reno, Nevada, because they were clients of mine, and said, Hey, Gary, uh, I, I want an Expedi- uh, Explorer. And he goes, Oh, no, 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 Black, you don't want an Explorer. You want an Expedition. I'm like... What's an Expedition? I've never seen one. He goes, oh, you've seen them. they everywhere, all over Reno. I go, dude, I've never seen one. He goes, yeah, they're bigger than Explorer. I said, no, no, dude, dude, I don't want a big vehicle. I don't want a Suburban or something like that. Uh, he goes, no, it's not as big as Suburban, but it's a bigger vehicle. You've seen them everywhere. They're all over Reno. I, I go, dude, I've never seen one. So he goes, listen, come by the dealership, uh, pick up a, a, an Expedition, take it home for the weekend. If you don't like it, I'll give you your Ex- Explorer, whatever else you want. I fell in love with my expedition. I drove it in the ground a quarter of a mile, a uh, 250,000 miles in a few short years because I had wound up losing my job right afterwards. I didn't know it at the time. And guess what I saw everywhere all over Reno for the next couple months? Ford Expeditions and the Green 80 Bauer one-line package like I had. Now, they were always there, like Gary said. But my reticular activating system was not focused on them. See, that's how our mind works. It, we're unconscious creatures. We're programmed creatures. Some of you don't get this yet. And your unconscious brain runs the ship. We only use three to five percent of our brain consciously. The rest of it's at the unconscious level. We actually have a system in our in our brain called the uh, the basal ganglia. Its entire purpose is to get you in a form of habit as quick as possible so that small amount of your brain that you use consciously can be used for the important decisions that you're going to make, like what to eat, where to go that day, uh, all that stuff. That's how we're made. Majority of our life is unconscious. And I say this all the time to to the threat of being too repetitious that Madison Avenue knows this. That's how they make commercials to get us in our unconsciousness so we buy stuff we don't need to keep up with people we don't like. That's how you work. I mean, politics knows this. University of Michigan study says that when people are angry, they vote. And so you have an entire political system that's designed to make you angry. Every two years, Republicans are going to throw old people on the streets. Republicans are going to make you get your abortions in the back alley. Republicans are going to put black people in chains again. I mean, come on. I don't care what side of the aisle you sit on. This is true. That's why today's word of the day is puffery. It's really important, that's a good word, puffery. And I love the legal definition. Because puffery refers to an exaggeration or statement that no reasonable person would take as factual. But yet we pretend it's true. That's why I say turn off MSNBC, turn off CNN. They're just spewing hatred and bitterness. And now we got all these Jewish attacks in New York, but cops are being attacked? You don't hear about it much. You hear about this thing in, the, where is it, South Carolina, Charlottesville, I think it was, where you had that uh, white nationalist meeting, and then one person was killed. I'm not downplaying this poor woman who was killed. Some guy who was a white nationalist got into his van and drove down the sidewalk and killed this lady. It's terrible. No one should have to die that way. And that guy should be in prison, should be, the book should be thrown at him. I'm pretty sure he is. But when he was talking, Trump just made a little point that, hey, not everybody on the other side, we're not talking about white supremacists, and not everybody. but yet, how many times have you heard about that? And they use that as a reason to say that he's racist, he's this. No, he's not. But yet, yet, even a little bit before that, Black Lives Matter had a rally in Dallas. Five cops were killed, gunned down. And it was very rarely ever talked about again. It's like this Jeffrey Epstein. CBS had a full story. There was a secret mic. And all of a sudden, it was like they had this whole story. They had Bill Clinton involved, they had pictures, they had all this. But they threw it away. Why? Because you can't attack a Clinton. You can't attack a Clinton. All the media knows that. They're protected. You can't look into to Biden's son, but you can look into Trump's son. Now, this is not political. This is culture. And I don't care what side of the aisle. 40% of this country is in the hate mode. They hate on Trump. All this bitterness in New York, it's a Democrat city. All the officials are Democratic. The legislature is Democratic. The representatives are all Democratic. That's where... Uh, you know Cortez comes from <laughs> right it's all there and yet de Blasio and Cuomo are going to say it's because of Trump and the bitterness and the hatred that spewed by the left and then supposedly they hate Trump because he's so hateful Andrew Cuomo it, vetoed a bill that would allow federal judges to perform weddings why because with spit coming out of his mouth, because Donald Trump might have appointed some of those judges. Wow. The Southern District of New York, when they just got a new lead prosecutor, their whole press comments, we're going to bring Trump down. We're going to bring Trump down. you got elected officials, Democratic elected officials, when they were elected, say, we're going to impeach the MFR. We're going to get him. You got democratic officials say you got to get in Trump supporters face. You got to chase them down at dinners at restaurants. You got to get in their face. You got to let them let even a dinner out and everybody's okay with that. But here's what I always say. This is not political. My, I got kids. I got people I care about out there. What happens when the elections over? Where does the hate go? It doesn't dissipate. Hate doesn't go away. It goes to your spouse who's not giving you what you want. It goes to your kids who aren't listening like they should. It goes to the guy who cut you off on the freeway accidentally. Let's just be honest. It's time to wake up. It's time to get rid of the puffery, the lies that we all accept as true just because you don't like who's in office. I did not like President Obama. I had to apologize to him. I was disrespectful. God put him in place. And so I get it that you might not like someone who got elected. I get it. I do. But I was harassed by Lois Lerner in the IRS for six years. It cost me a business. It cost me a home because I was conservative. She never served a day in jail. She got full retirement. He wasn't impeached by using the IRS uh, to beat up his political opponents. Everybody was fine with all that. And now this guy, Trump, says, hey, you either fix that corruption there or you're not getting the aid. And we, it's just stunning. But that's impeachable. Just because you guys don't like him. At some point, for our kids' sake. At some point, for humanity's sake. We got to stop all the puffery. We got to stop the lies. We are made, this is how we're made. What we focus on, we move in that direction. The good Lord put the eyes on the front of our face. Why? Because we move in the direction we're looking, and we look in the direction we're moving. I want to give you your power back. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space, and in that space is your power. It is your freedom. It's how you frame things, it's what you look at most often, you move in that direction. So after a break, I'm going to break this down for you. I am Mr. Black. We're going to take a three minute break, we'll be right back.
4: it's out. don't punish me with
6: brutality, come on talk to me, so you can see what's going on, yeah what's going on.
3: What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received.
5: You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why and you know why am i doing this why is my brain uh, revert back to the images you know why do i get depressed and like you said right it's a choice
3: 48 hours give mr black and leadership awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule for leadership awakening near you that's likeitmatters.net just click on schedule Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your
0: life. It may not require a textbook, but it's filled with valuable lessons. It may not take place in a classroom, but it's an ideal environment for learning. It may not involve a diploma, but it can help prepare Minnesota's young people for life. It's high school sports. High school sports can play a critical role in a student's overall education. In fact, studies show that students that participate in high school sports are more likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in their academic lives. If you think high school sports are only about competition, think again. Better yet, think about attending a high school sporting event in your community. You'll be amazed by what you see. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
3: What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of leadership awakening on her life.
4: With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set the example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things changed the very first day I came back. It is just absolutely fascinating. So of course they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost. It is a miracle.
3: 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life.
8: There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhooves.
6: more ballyhoo. I love that word. That'll be the word of the day someday. (laughs) I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, is there a lot of puffery out there. And this is the show that we deal with the puffery. We push it away. The lies, the, the, the things that are sold off as the truth that aren't true at all. You know, today I was planning on doing this whole goal setting class and all that. Uh, you know, and then in the paper, I saw this. U.S. mass killings hit new high in 2019. The first one occurred 19 days in the new year when a man used an axe to kill four family members, including his infant daughter. Five months later, 12 people were killed in a workplace shooting in Virginia. 22 more died at a Walmart in El Paso. You know, and I take back what I said before. You won't find a lot of these shootings uh, in Texas. Well, you won't find them in the conservative parts of Texas, I should say. Uh, because and there are liberal parts of Texas, too, where Democrats run the thing and they don't have guns and they don't have this and, and the communities and all that. And so, ladies and gentlemen, this is not about politics. This is about culture. we got to change some things. We've got to change some things. You know, all this anti-Semitism, and it's you know, it's growing. It's growing. It's not getting better. It's getting worse. And it goes all the way back to the days of King Herod and uh, uh, you know, uh, you could go back to things like, look up a guy named Haman, uh, when he wanted to destroy all the Jews back then. Uh, but luckily, uh, there was a woman named Esther. Uh, the Bible talks about her who spoke up when it would have cost her her life. And yet she was put in that position at that time for that purpose. And I believe uh, I'm here for this purpose as well. I believe I'm supposed to speak truth to lies and it's uncomfortable. Jesus said the truth will set you free. But it was James Garfield that said first, it's going to make you miserable. Now here in Texas, you know, uh, West Freeway Church of Christ, White Settlement. It was an ex-FBI agent who jumped into action when a gunman opened fire on worshipers during a church service. And he was placed in a position he didn't want to be, but had to react because he says, quote, evil exists. Two men were killed. One woman was the gunman. And by the way, there were more than 240 parishioners inside. But within seconds... He was shot to death by two congregants, two people, law-abiding citizens. These aren't criminals, most likely Trump supporters that like the world tells you to hate. And by the way, you got to realize, this, what's going on, is normal for this time. we got to know if you're a man of God, a person of God, eschatology, study eschatology. We're told, uh, I think it's, uh, what is it, Second Timothy, says, You should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times. People be cruel and hate what is good. They will act religious. I mean, we're being, you know, told how to act as Christians by non-Christians, by Chris Cuomo and by Pete Buttigieg, uh, people who know more than we do, who don't believe in living the Bible but want to throw it in people's face. But they will reject the power that could make them godly. He said, "Stay away from people like that." You gotta understand. See, I do a daily blog. Uh, I'm a man of God first and foremost. And I send out a blog every single day. I've been doing it seven days a week, 365 days a year for about eight years. God told me and I send it out one at a time. You can go to wayofwarrior.blog and read it, But I'm just going to read quickly. It's short. Uh, what I sent out today. And it was a, uh, the scripture. I always put scripture and then I explain it so that people know how to respond to it. So I, it was 1 John 4, 7 through 10. I said, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. The one who does not love does not know God, for God is love. By this the love of God was manifested in us, that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation of our sins. And then here's what I wrote. And I always address it in three ways, warrior, leader, and conduit, because those are the three roles we're all supposed to take. It says, warrior. Whether we're talking about Jesus the Christ, the Beatles, Burt Bacharach, or West Montgomery, it has been said over and over, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. Therefore, we need God, for God is love. The most famous verse in the Bible, John three sixteen, tells us, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And God tells us the power of love in First Peter 4, 8. Love covers a multitude of sins. The book of wisdom confirms this as well. Hatred stirs up strife, but love, covers, but love covers all sins. Proverbs 10, 12. Leader, if God is love and we all need love and it covers a multiple, multitude of sins, what is love? I might suggest that true love is a verb and yet we get wrapped up in the noun, the feeling. But if you read John 3, 16 with the guidance of the Holy Spirit, then you can plainly hear it. For God so loved the world, he did something about it. For I so love my wife, I do something about it. For you so love your kids, you do something about it. For you so love your country, you do something about it. If you read further in John's gospel, we are told, there is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friend. That's John 15, 7, 13. The gospel of John is called the gospel of love. And he says it many times in many ways because he heard it from the mouth of Jesus. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. John ten eleven. Conduit it's sometimes hard to see love but we can see it what, what we can see is the byproduct of love which is mercy grace forgiveness sacrifice putting other people first as we do this time of year we look back so that we can look forward let us remind ourselves of those who have loved us the times we have forgotten to love and the desire to love better and more often let us be loving by demonstrating the fruit of love love is patient Love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. And I'm going to suggest that the opposite of love is, hey, I know we've heard it's really indifference. I know it's indifference. Yeah, to a degree. But hate gets a lot more people involved. See, my indifference is the opposite of love to me. But if I hate, I get other people involved. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, all the hatred on the other side of the aisle for President Trump, all the hatred from the get-go, they're going to impeach that SOB. Matter of fact, why don't we play that little clip in case people forgot clip about all the impeachment stuff.
0: Oh, one second, Mr. Black, sorry about that. That's the no
6: problem. I'm
7: concerned that if we don't impeach this president, he will get re-elected.
3: I support impeaching this president.
0: I will fight every day until he is impeached.
8: It may well produce impeachment.
0: We're going to go
4: in there, we're going to impeach the mother... A- we begin impeachment proceedings now.
3: We
1: are introducing articles of impeachment to remove President Trump from office.
4: I rise today, Mr. Speaker,
6: to call... For the impeachment of the
3: president.
6: You guys are gonna be in a situation where you would have to possibly take a vote on the impeachment of Donald Trump. Would you vote yes or no?
3: I would vote yes.
0: I would vote, I would vote to impeach. Impeach 45! Impeach 45! Impeach 45!
6: Boy, boy, aren't they happy? Cheering all that stuff up? Aren't they happy? That's the whole platform. Destroy this man. Matter of fact, you got De Niro. We can't even. He's so vulgar. We can't even have a clip of him. He you wants to I mean? humiliate him. Yeah, he wants to take a bag of fecal matter and smush it in his face. He want to flipping people off, and, and and people are all into this. That's like, mm. well, don't you see? It's mm. hatred. It's bitterness, and we're teaching our kids to hate. Again, I did a show the other day that everything we learned, it rules. We learned in kindergarten, right? What's that, Robert Fulgram thing? And oh my gosh, I told, I told a story. My kid a couple weeks ago spit on somebody. He got his butt spanked. He went to bed at 7 o'clock at night. He got in trouble. You don't spit on anybody. And yet how many Trump supporters, how many Trump members have been spit upon? They're wearing a hat that says MAGA and it's okay to punch him in the face. See, that's what the problem. Who decides who it's okay who's less than human? Didn't white people do that to black people, uh the founding of this country, and for many years after that? Isn't that what the Nazis did to the Jews, treat them less than? And uh, do we not learn anything from our past? That you can't control hatred, you stir it up and then you've unleashed the beast that you can't control. You gotta realize how the mind works. The way we frame things. See, that's why all these success quotes out there, you know, we you see a, a rough ship on the water and it's blowing to and fro and it says, success, we can't control the wind, but we can adjust ourselves. You know, I used to say all the time, you know, in life, we can't control what cards we are dealt, but we can control how we play the cards. And the better way to say it is we can't control what happens to us, but we can control how we explain it to ourselves. See, the frame we put around something it is an order. It's a, it's a shape, it's form, and it dictates how we see things. Frames give meanings to words. It changes our internal representation. The meaning of any experience in life depends on the frame we put around it. Remember, no one responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. In a neuro-linguistic program, we know that the map is not the territory, Truly, you got to get this, nothing in the world has any meaning except the meaning we give it. How we feel about something and what we do with the world are dependent upon our perception of it. If we perceive something as a liability, that's the message we deliver to our brain. And then the brain produces states. Remember, the body releases 63 known chemicals. And a lot of that's to do with what we're thinking about. Then the brain produces states that make it the reality. And if we change our point of view by looking at the situation as an opportunity, we can change the way we respond to it. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to give you your power back. That's why I say give me an hour of your time, an hour of power, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 12 noon Central Standard Time. I'm Mr. Black. We'll be right back in three minutes. I
0: know that day goes by and still the children cry. Come on, put love Oh,
5: investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled
3: with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on schedule leadership awakening where 48 hours will change your life.
8: The following is not an actor, but a real life story from Trinity Debt Management.
3: I had a lot of credit card debt and I couldn't pay my bills. I was feeling so bad. I got to a point where I needed some help. So I reached out and contacted Trinity. If
8: you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1 800 990 6976 to talk to a certified counselor.
3: They were able to take all of my different payments and put them all together.
8: Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands.
3: And they were actually able to work with my creditors. I've been able to pay off close to $15,000 in the last 18 months.
8: If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976.
3: My name is Stephanie, and I'm debt-free for keeps.
8: 1-800-990-6976.
3: Our minds are merging. Our minds are one. I feel what you feel.
6: I know what you know.
0: What in blazes is this?
6: Radio show, that's what it is. What in blazes is this? That's John and Black stirring you up and getting some education in that mind of yours. I am Mr. Black. And we are bringing an hour of power. We're speaking truth to all the puffery. Yep, that's the word of the day. All that puffery out there. Uh, Whether you like it or not, the truth will set you free. But James Garfield said, first, it's going to make you miserable. So I'm going to tell you, uh, this is a different show than the one I put together. Because uh, life takes its uh, toll. But let me tell you, an uh, article I got from PurposeFairy.com, 15 things you need to give up. We need to give up. America needs to give up. I need to give up as we head into the year of vision 2020. Just like that monkey with a coconut stuck on its hand, it can't climb away to a new life. It's got to let go of that which it was holding on to that served at no purpose because raw rice to a monkey serves at no value unless it's going to a monkey wedding. Outside of that, (laughs) there's no purpose at all. So here it is from PurposeFairy.com. 15 things let's give up in 2019 before we go into 2020. Number one, give up your need to always be right. Believe it or not, uh, we're not always right. Uh, Sometimes other people are right, that's ego. Get off yourself, leaders. Number two, give up your need for control. You know what, sometimes the best way to be in control is let other people have some control. That's why i love the song you know jesus take the wheel you know in my weakness his strength is perfective uh you've got to give up control and every give off. up the blame give up the blame what a, quit blaming everybody else life happens man sometimes good stuff happens to bad people and bad stuff happens to people you learn from it you pick yourself up you dust yourself off and hit it again
8: how dare you
6: Give up your self-defeating self-talk. We believe what we listen to most often, including in our heads. Uh, And boy, a lot of us make ourselves sick with our thoughts. So give up your self-defeating self-talk. Give up your limiting belief system. Don't let other people define your reality. Have hope. Hope's the number one commodity of a a leader. You should be a hope peddler, uh, not a limiting belief peddler. Number six, give up complaining. You know what? There's lots to complain about. You'll never fall short of things to complain about. What if we started focusing on complimenting, Uh, giving people compliment? Even when it's hard. I'm not talking about puffery. We don't want to do puffery. We're going to give up puffery. But, man, look for something to build up. Number seven, give up the luxury of criticism. Constructive criticism, good. But destructive criticism and what is most criticism is not acceptable. Number eight, give up your need to impress others. You know what? People come and go. One day you're at the top of the heap. The next day you're at the bottom of the heap. You know You know two people you need to impress. God, uh, you need to impress those that share your life with you immediately. Uh, number nine, give up your resistance to change. Forty percent of this country are in something called the resistance still haven't accepted election from three and a half years ago and are spewing hate and bitterness just to destroy a man. If nothing else, I would vote for Donald Trump just because of those people out there because any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. Please, if you vote him out of office and you go along with what the left has done, uh, it is now the standard of the day. is precedent. I'm telling you right now, if you reward it, it's going to happen over and over and over no matter who's in office. Number Believe 10, it. give up labels. Give up labels. That's why I hate identity politics, the politics of the left. Uh, They want to put everybody in little groups and pit little groups against them. Give up labels. The highest form of ignorance is when you reject something you don't know anything about. And that's what identity politics is all about. Number 11, give up on your fears. You know, fears. uh, We're only born with two fears, believe it or not. The fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. Everything else is major BS. It's learned. It's belief systems. Okay, give up your excuses. Excuses like certain body parts. Everybody has them and they don't smell too good. So give them up and just pick yourself up. Do it again and see if you can do better. And give up the past, it says. I would say learn from the past. Learn from the past, but don't live in it. Too many people are heading the wrong direction. They're going down the freeway of life with their eyes 360 degrees behind themselves. Give up attachment. We give up attachment. I'm not talking about people now to stuff to IDs, to jobs. Give up that attachment and start attaching yourself to love. Give up living your life to other people's expectations except if you're talking about a spouse or God. We need to realize that we can learn things. We need to give up all this other crack stuff, I should say, <laughs> crack, crap, uh, and start walking in love. I love this 1 Corinthians 13 from the message. If it says, if I speak with human eloquence and angelic ecstasy but don't love, I'm nothing but the creaking of a rusty gate. If I speak God's word with power, revealing all his mysteries and making everything plain as day, and if I have faith that says to a mountain, jump, and it jumps, but I don't have love, I'm nothing. If I give everything I own to the poor and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr but I don't love, I've gotten nowhere. So no matter what I say, what I believe, and what I do, I'm bankrupt without love love never gives up love cares more for others than for self love doesn't want what it doesn't have love doesn't strut doesn't have a swelled head doesn't force itself on others isn't always me first doesn't fly off the handle doesn't keep score of the sins of others doesn't revel when others grovel takes pleasure in the flowering of truth puts up with anything trust god always always looks for the best never looks back, but keeps going to the end. And it's about us. It's about dealing with us. And start looking at how we can change. My favorite poem is by Valerie Cox. It's called The Cookie Thief. A woman was waiting at an airport one night with several long hours before her flight. She hunted for a book in the airport shop, bought a bag of cookies, found a place to drop. She was engrossed in her book, but happened to see that the man beside her, as bold as could be, grabbed a cookie or two from the bag between, which she ignored to avoid a scene. She munched cookies and watched the clock as the gutsy cookie thief diminished her stock. She was getting more irritated as the minutes ticked by, thinking, if I weren't so nice, I'd blacken his eye. With each cookie she took, he took one too. When only one was left, she wondered what he'd do. With a smile on his face and a nervous laugh, he took the last cookie and broke it in half. He offered her half as he ate the other. She snatched it from him thought, Oh, brother, this guy has some nerve and he's also quite rude. Why, he didn't even show any gratitude. She had never known when she'd been so galled and sighed with relief when her flight was called. She gathered her belongings and headed to the gate, refusing to look back at that thieving ingrate. She boarded the plane and sank in her seat, then sought her book, which was almost complete. As she reached in her bag, she gasped with surprise while there was her bag of cookies in front of her eyes. If mine are here, she moaned with despair, then the others were his, and he wanted to share. Too late to apologize, she realized with grief that she was the rude one, the ingrate, the thief. See, ladies and gentlemen, we're so busy wrapped up in other people and what we don't like about them that we need to focus on ourselves. It reminds me of a story of a Chinese general. A Chinese general had a noble cause. He wanted to change the world. As he sat down to figure out how he was going to change the world, he realized he had to first start with his own country since he had authority there. As he sat down to figure out how he was going to change his country, he realized he had to first start with his community since he had authority there. As he sat down to figure out how he was going to change his community, he realized he had to first start with his family since they were the pillars of said community. As he sat down to figure out how he was going to change his family, he came to the dawning realization that the only person he could change was himself, the man in the mirror. Yes, I did just quote Michael Jackson. As he changed himself, that change would inspire change in his family. As he changed his family, that change would inspire change in his community. As he changed his community, that change would inspire change in his country. And that, ladies and gentlemen, just might change the world. Who are you running around wanting to change when the only one we can change is ourselves? You know, for about 200 years, the rest of the world wanted to be like America. And then about 10, 8 years ago, all of a sudden, we wanted to be like everybody else. So I got a question for you. Are you running around wanting to change everybody else? Or are you willing to truly take a look at yourself and to be the change that you want to see in the world? That's what I do. That's what I'll be doing in 2020. Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you maximize the potentials you were created with. And spend an hour of power with me and John so we can stir you up and get your minds right. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I'm hoping to bring you hope and reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
0: Mr. Chekhov, your tricorder readings are totally inefficient. Uh, Mind your own business, sir. I say, America, stay out the bushes. What in blazes is this?
7: Digital marketing is a big part of just about every business. It's everywhere. Is your business using it to your advantage? Are you receiving your share of the leads? If you're not effectively using digital media, you could be losing sales by the second. Even worse, your customers can be grabbed up one by one, never to return. Deliver customers by putting your business message in front of the right person at the right time. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers.